Uh, of course, the Ashes, yes, test number three to get underway tonight in Headingley. And uh, wow, how spicy is this one between the Aussies and England? There's been such an uproar since the Johnny Bairstow dismissal. And it only seems to have grown over the last week or so. Uh, it's quite incredible the amount of backlash from people in England. Uh, here in Australia, I think we're pretty set now. Why is that? Uh, it's all fair in love and war. And, uh, well, I think it's a, a very fair dismissal completely within the spirit of the game. So we're going to catch up with Wayne Phillips to chat about that in a little bit to kick us off today. Uh, well, we do get underway in the AFL a bit later on this evening. Jeez, already up to round number 17. At the MCG tonight, it will be Richmond and Sydney going head-to-head. And, well, it's a huge game for both teams because, really, I think whoever loses is probably out of the top eight race, and whoever wins keeps themselves within uh, a hand's reach. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to in tonight's game. Could it be Buddy Franklin's final game at the MCG? Well, that is a big possibility and uh, really looking forward to seeing how the matchup does play out. We'll uh, talk plenty of footy across the show today. Producer Griff will join us here in the studio for a um, another edition of Griff's Fantasy Forecast. So look forward to that as the teams do get announced at about 4.20 this afternoon. Uh, of course, round number 19 of the NRL gets underway. State of Origin footy coming up next Wednesday. Uh, we're going to catch up with Rabbitohs assistant coach, John Morris. Yeah, John's going to join us a bit later on in the hour, and we're going to uh, talk the latest from the South Sydney Rabbitohs ahead of their big clash with the Bulldogs coming up on Saturday. So be sure to stay tuned for that one. We'll also catch up with Dennis O'Brien as we do each and every Thursday afternoon. He's the racing and sponsorship manager at Greyhounds WA, and we'll get his best bets for Friday and for Saturday in Cannington. Uh, so all of that and more to look forward to on the show today. We do have a prize to be given away as well a bit later on. Be sure to listen out for that. For all of you Waffle fans out there, you don't have to be a West Perth or East Fremantle supporter, although it does help because they've got a great game coming up at Joondalup on the weekend. And we've got a double pass uh, worth $180 in total uh, for two people to head to the game. You get to go... And sit in on the luncheon. You'll get to witness the presentation. Food and drinks, all accounted for. How good's that? And then you get to watch a great game of footy. So uh, that prize coming up a bit later on in the show, you'll have to hold out for it, hold on for it, and be sure to stand by the phone. 94187700, the number to call. You can also send a text to 0429913913. A question will be asked a bit later on, but of course... Those numbers again, uh, 94187700 to call. Send a text to 0429913913. If you want to have your say across the show today, uh, plenty to get into. I mentioned a few big things happening in sport off the top, but there's a lot going on right now. And if you want to have your say, we'd love to hear from you on the program today. So uh, feel free to call us up or send a message. As mentioned... Earlier on, we're going to get underway this afternoon with some cricket because, 
Well, the third test is set to get underway in Headingley a little bit later on this evening. How good is this? Uh, it has all the ingredients for such a memorable, memorable match of cricket. Australia versus England. The Aussies are up to zip. And, of course, uh, such controversy to come out of the second test at Lord's with the Johnny Bairstow dismissal. Joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things cricket is South Australian cricket great. Wayne Phillips. Wayne, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, my friend. Thank you very much for joining me on the program today, uh, Wayne. Jeez, can can you believe the uproar that we've seen from England over the past <laughs> week or so? Uh, very much so, I can. It, uh, it is just amazing what... Uh, how they've gone about it, what they've come up with, what they're saying about it. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was an incredible situation. I mean, to happen at the home of cricket at Lords and, and to end like that. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, created a bit of conversation, hasn't it? It certainly has. Um, what do you make of it? I mean, the spirit of the game has come into question. I think most of us here in Australia say fair play. Perhaps in England it's the opposite. What are your thoughts on the matter? Look, I mean, the, the, that spirit of a game is such an important facet, and I don't know it's been fully embraced. I mean, ideally, and if we're just talking purely about the spirit of the game, well, it would have gone back to uh, the uh, the Duckett dismissal, who he should have gone down to, Matt, uh, uh, to Mitchell Stark and said, did you catch that? And uh, Starkey would have said yes. They would have shaken hands and he walked off, and that would have created the spirit of the game and put it, and we wouldn't have been having this conversation because mm. there would have been no necessity or no requirement or, or no occurrence of, uh, of uh, the, the Alex Carey stumping. So, you know, that, this spirit of the game, it, it, it needs to be fully embraced if you're serious about it. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think as though the, the player has all the right to take advantage of the rules where he can. I, you know, I don't see anything wrong with what Alex Carey did. I think Johnny Bairstow was wrong to walk out of his crease. You learn that on day one, don't you? Uh, well, you'd have thought that, uh, uh, I mean, you know, not, I'm not coaching him at all, but if you don't want to get stumped, stay behind the, uh, the crease or stay in your crease rather than going for a wander because that will create the opportunity. And, uh, yeah, I'd have thought that, uh, yeah, as you say, that is keep your foot behind the line, you should be fine. And, and we've seen him a few times and history shows that he's one that has an eye for this type of thing and, uh, and, and endeavours to take the opportunity. Well, then you can't, get too, um, you, you can't get too cranky should it happen to you. It certainly adds a fair bit of spice for this third test, doesn't it? Oh, it doesn't adjust. I mean, it, and look, the crowd, I just heard the intro that you had and there's going to be some noise. Don't worry, they, uh, they don't mind a cool one there uh, where, uh, for, the, <laughs> for the location and well-known. And uh, look, it is just going to be... Look, Australia lead 2-zip. They're in a fantastic position. They're playing with a bit of confidence and, uh, yeah, but they're going to get some, uh, some, some questions asked of them, no doubt about that. Not necessarily by the England cricket team, but certainly by some of those punters that are going to be at the ground. How do you think Todd Murphy will handle coming into the series now? Um, look, I, I think he'll be fine. I mean, the, the focus won't be on him. There'll be so many other um, uh, situations that are presenting themselves. So that allows him to come in. Look, he, he's being well um, guided by uh, um, 
by, by the goat, so there'll be no issue that. I mean, he's going to be into the side. Uh, he, he knows his role. He'll get it done. And Australia is playing well. Daniel up. We're throwing it to you, and we trust you. You'll be fine, bud. And I expect that he'll do exactly that, mate. Mm, okay. So, uh, what do you make of uh, the Australian bowling lineup outside of Todd Murphy? Um, do you, do you go the same way in terms of Hazelwood, uh, Stark? Um, Cummins and then obviously Cam Green as well. Do you do you stick with the four quicks in that regard, or do you bring back Scotty Boland? Well, look, just uh, you make mention there of Cam Green didn't train today, um, and Mitchell Stark did. Uh, sorry, um, uh, not Mitchell Stark. Sorry, um, uh, Mitchell Marsh mm. did uh, and trained quite a lot. Did a lot of catching in the gully where Greeny was normally fielding. So. Just be just be conscious of um, yeah when the side is announced there might be another change in there which brings uh, Marshy back into the side there's something happening with Granny so yeah we'll just be yeah watch this space but I think that those three pace bowlers you mentioned I think they'll go with them they trust them they understand them and they need that um, uh, that stability um, to go because especially if Granny doesn't make it up. And then uh, Todd Murphy comes in. They'll need those three that they know. And I think they'll go with that uh, well-established lineup. Well, I was going to ask you about Cam Green, West Aussie, and there is so much upside to him. How do you think he's performed over the first two tests? Oh, he's just been outstanding, hasn't he? I, I can throw it to him. They trust him. Uh, he was disappointed with the blade. Uh, yeah, uh, the other night. But... I mean, you know, he's got that presence about him and, uh, look, he fits into that side, doing such a great job with his hands. I mean, he's just been brilliant in that gully, in that catching area. So, look, he, he does a fantastic job. He, he's he's a ripper. So just to know, uh, just that he's having a question asked of him and obviously I don't, I, I'm not aware if there's a, if it's a fitness issue, a, 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 what it might be, but just be aware that, uh, yeah, there, there was uh, Mitch Marsh was doing a bit more than normal and uh, there might just be the necessity for a change. How do you think the Aussie batters will handle the pitch? Oh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They're trusting their game so very, very well. Um, look, the, the pitch is set up to encourage England to play the baseball or uh, I thought um, uh, Pigeon gave it a pretty good nickname, uh, the Casball, the other day. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think they'll set it up so it encourages play and that will suit the Aussies without any problems. Again, I keep going back to it, Matty, that, you know, Australia lead 2-0. You would, you'd love to be in that position. How good has Kawaja been throughout the first two tests? I mean, his patience, his ability to find the right spots and... Uh, you know, just make the right shot time and time again has just been outstanding to watch. And that's that's his play, isn't it? Calm. You know, he, mm. he knows his game. He knows the situation. He doesn't get too in, involved in any, you know, flamboyant sort of stuff. There's enough of that flair and um, uh, attempted dominance around the lineup. So, look, he just gets it done. You build your innings around him. And, yeah, he knows his game very, very well and, and brings it to the table. Exactly what they need him to do. He's a ripper. What do you make of the English changes? Mark Woods, Chris Wokes and Moeen Ali coming back into the side. Asking a few there, I mean, you know, it was obviously Jimmy Jimmy uh, Aniston was just, you know, starting to struggle a bit there and, you know, they needed to make some changes. They had to, but, you know, that, that, that they're necessary. 
those changes that they have to make. 2-0 down, we've got to grab something and try and get back into the series. It's the Ashes series. Well, it's not presenting itself to you too, too darn well just at this stage. So changes had to be made. Uh, they go to them and try and find them as best they can. But, yeah, does that bring enough to uh, the table? I doubt it. OK, so what's your prediction for the third test in Headingley? Australia are playing so darn well. They trust their game. They understand their game. So many questions are being asked of the opposition. That's not the case with Australia. Let's get on those Aussies. 3-0 up. They're fine. All right. And uh, just lastly, before I do let you go, Wayne, I wanted to get your thoughts on the new schedule for the BBL. Uh, the upcoming season, season number 13, it will be a 44-game schedule. So 10 home-and-away games for, for each team. Um, yeah, 40 in, in total, and then, of course, the final series. What do you make of the shortened schedule? Um, yeah, well, I guess, uh, you know, it got to the stage of, um, uh, what's the right word? It was it got a bit, you know, past the saturation stage, didn't it? You know, people were losing, uh, just losing a bit of, um, uh, what was it? You know, that ability to uh, identify with their team and it was on the road and back again and not sure and, you know, losing focus of what's going on. So, yeah, I, I don't mind it being a little shorter and allowing, uh, you know, people to embrace their team, get to watch their team and, and understand there's so much cricket being played, you just don't want it to get lost in a domestic competition here at home. Wayne, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for your time. Always a pleasure, bud. Good to chat, mate. Stay safe. You too. There he goes, Wayne Phillips.